0: Shabbat Shalom everyone and welcome back to Long Story Short, where we cover the entire parashah in a matter of moments so every week in Shul you know exactly what they're reading from the Torah. The series has been sponsored in loving memory of Yosef Ben Sarah and Shulomo Ben Rifka. This week's parashah is parashat... Tazria. So buckle up, it's not an easy one. The parasha begins by talking about a woman who gives birth to either a baby boy or a baby girl. The amount of time that she is impure after the birth of a baby boy and a baby girl differentiate, and then she goes to the Mikveh and the woman then after that process is done and she is purified, she then brings certain sacrifices, korbanot nebetah migdash. The Torah then tells us that on the eighth day, if it's a boy, you do the Brit Milah on the eighth day of the child's life, even if that day is Shabbat, so long as the Brit Milah was done exactly on time. The Parashat then continues and starts talking about the main body of its work this week, which is the affliction of Tzaraat. When someone would speak hara in the time of the Midbar, or they would be excessively stingy, there would be two punishments that would come to a person that were spiritual punishments, and that was called Tzaraat. It was something that looked like a form of leprosy, but obviously wasn't a uh, form of leprosy because it was possible to get. Tsarat on articles of clothing and on the walls of your house. We'll see about the house in next week's parasha. But let's categorize the laws of Tsarat at least briefly. The laws of Tzarat, at least primarily, surround the idea of a white lesion that comes out on a person's body. The Torah specifies four different shades of the color white that illustrate that a person actually has tsarat. If they then come to the Kohen, the Kohen can say, oh, this is not Tsarat, you're good to go. Or the Kohen might say, I'm not sure, we have to check this out. And then he would quarantine the person for seven days. At the end of that seven day period, the Kohen would then go in and check and see if the word Wound or the lesion had actually got worse. There are three signs that make something impure in Sarat. One is if the lesion spreads. The second is if there are hairs that grow, white hairs that grow in the lesion itself. And the third is if an element of or part of raw flesh grows inside the marking of the white Tzarat. If at the end of seven days he sees one of those things, the Kohen declares him Tameh, and then he becomes a Mitzorah. We'll see more about what that entails later. If he is then uh, unsure because things have kind of remained the same, the Kohen will then lock him up in this quarantine state for a second set of seven days to to then uh, ascertain what the case is at the end of the seven days and see again if the same process uh, takes place. The Torah then continues and talks about if a person is covered completely in these one of these four white shades, head to toe, at least on the outside, doesn't matter if it's on the inside, that person is considered to be tahor. The Torah talks about the laws of tzaraat that appear on top of an inflammation or on top of a burn mark. In each of those scenarios, the laws are slightly different to a regular case of tzaraat. There's a case of tzarat that applies underneath a person's hair. There, there's an additional element with regards to golden hairs that come, and the hairs need to be shorter. So we check for the netek, that's the name of a tzarat that appears underneath the hairline, and the Kohen would follow a similar procedure to that which we found by the regular case of tzarat. The Torah then continues and says, what is in a a case where a person has a bald spot, either in the front of his head or in the back of his head, a place where he is unnaturally bald? In scenarios like that, we would treat the lesion that we're seeing as the laws of a regular case of tzaraat, and not the case of tzaraat that appears underneath the hair because he is unnaturally bald in that area the Torah then tells us that in a scenario when a person is uh, considered a Mitzorah what happens to him he has to go and live outside the camp alone he caused fights with his Lashonara tore the community apart he doesn't deserve to be a part of the community so he sits alone by himself he wears ripped clothing like he's in mourning he wears a hood that covers his face down to his lip his or her lip uh, line he's someone who grows his hair he doesn't trim himself not to look good etc after he found the bad and made other people look bad we do so to speak same thing to him and finally he calls out to those that would approach tameh tameh i'm impure don't approach don't come next to me he warns them away from himself the torah then tells us the laws about sarat that applies in clothing wool linen or leather In such a case, we don't look for white spots. We actually look for pure or deep green or deep red spots in the article of clothing. They bring that article of clothing uh, to the Kohen and the Kohen looks in it and checks if it's deep green or deep red. If it is, he'll quarantine that article of clothing to see what happens. After seven days, we look at this article of clothing. If it has spread, then we burn the article of clothing. It's a spreading tzarat needs to be gotten rid of. If it hasn't spread, if it's exactly in the same size, so then we check to see um, if it's gotten, stayed the same same dark or if it's getting lighter we wash the part of the beged of the article of clothing that's green or red and we leave it for that second set of seven days if it stayed the same at the end of that second set of seven days again the halakha is that we would burn it because it is not going away if the, the article of clothing, after washing it, got a lighter shade of green or a lighter shade of red, then the halakha is that we would actually tear out the part which is light green or light red, and we would burn that part, but the rest of the beged can be saved. And we would dip the beged, take the whole article of clothing, and dip it in a mikveh, and then that becomes purified. Those are the laws so far in Parashat Tazria. We will cover more laws about the Mitsurah and the sacrifices he brings at the end of his period of time of Tum'ah in next week's Parashat. Thank you for listening. Shabbat Shalom.